1: the payoff welcome to an all-new episode of The payoff i'm tom that's jeff jeff i think today's gonna be phenomenal
0: oh absolutely man that's a good way to put it yeah i uh i'm really going for how many promotions can we cover at the start of the year before we get to wwe at this point yeah
1: yeah, we're yeah we WCW, Ring of Honor, New Japan to start the year. Uh, I, I pointed this out before we hit record, but we're watching these on three different streaming services: Peacock, YouTube, and Daily Motion. Right. Um Yeah, you know the the, the 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 to really hammer this home next week,
0: we could cover a ECW match and watch it on VHS we could yeah absolutely break out the dvds which uh wwe no longer producing dvds a little upsetting but uh, what are you going to do you know i mean
1: i i just don't know what scenario i mean I, I don't know maybe people like collect them and like to have them on their you know shelf and look at them i, I don't know i mean i i was a tape collector i had i yep. mean hundreds of wrestling tapes growing up and then i bought all the dvds the real the real crime here is what we
0: all spent on DVDs. Oh God, it's just awful. If you get anything I mean, back, you're lucked out. But yeah.
1: Well, re- remember, I mean, DVDs were twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, and I sit there Brand and I'm new, thinking yeah. all the mo- all the movies I had, all the you know I had a decent amount of wrestling shows, all the TV series that were a hundred bucks. I mean, I spent a hell of a lot of money, thousands of dollars
0: on DVDs. They're completely worthless. Yep i i have at this point sold all of mine off um to like you know kind of use stores and stuff like that but yeah i just I, I looking back like if i could have made a financial decision uh at the time i would have never bought any of them especially now that we know with all the streaming yeah but oh well, well at least we got youtube for this match so Yeah, this is one, uh, again, just covering a lot of different stuff. Um, I wanted something a little bit different on this one. This was a very young AJ Styles as well as a very young uh, Brian Danielson. And so um, who doesn't want to talk about that? You know, I think that it's interesting. This was at that point, too, where Danielson really had a reputation for being – um just one of the best technical wrestlers and this is where we're going to see a lot of that and so um should be a good match should be good stuff
1: i'm pumped to cover it i mean i I, how's how's this not going to be awesome right Mm -hmm. yeah this will be really good so all right uh let's let's jump into the build oh it's time for the build so, I mean, this is, you know, you you probably know better than I do. I mean, is this like peak ring of honor? Is this close to pink, peak re- ring of honor?
0: I have no idea. I don't think anybody. Okay. Yeah, I, so I will kind of look it Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like this probably was about as good as it got. I mean, I wasn't watching it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was hearing about it. You know, I was just hearing how awesome it was. And, hey, it was really focused on wrestling. Here's the, here's the, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until the match goes. Uh, we'll 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 talk about that. It's a long match, so um we'll talk about why I think Ring of Honor worked and what we can learn about it. So January twenty eighth two thousand and six. So we're seventeen years ago. Um, we're in Cleveland, Ohio, at the Cleveland Gray's Armory. We have about six hundred in attendance. Uh, a young man by the name of Adam Pierce defeated Jay Fury. Jimmy Yang defeated Jay Lethal. Tommy Ma- Tommy Mama Luke Thou, Renaro, and Delirious defeated the embassy of Jimmy Rave, Alex Shelley, and Abyss. Low-key defeated Jack Evans. Ace Steele and Claudio Castanoli uh, defeated Nigel McGuinness and Chad Collier. Generation Next of Austin Aries and Roddick Strong defeated Lacey's Angels of B.J. Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs to retain the ROH Tag Championships. Chris Daniels defeated Matt Seidel, who is Evan Bourne. And yep. then in the in the main event, we had Danielson and AJ Styles, ROH World Heavyweight Championship. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor was doing a lot right now. I'm sure there was a really logical, good build to this. So walk us through it, man
0: yeah so at this one you got aj styles as actually glory for honor who was september 2005 so like i said we are january 2006 when this show is taking place you had styles defeating rave with mick foley uh with the stipulation that the the loser could no longer use the rave slash styles clash in ring of honor because they were both kind of using the same uh, move uh at this means war which is october 2005 uh you had aj beating generation next leader austin aries um who was attacked by the Embassy following the show. At Vendetta, November 2005, Stoyles, Styles had his final match against the Embassy when he, along with Austin Aries, Jack Evans, and Matt Sydal, defeated... Uh, were defeated by Abyss, Alex Shelley, Jimmy Rave, Prince Nana in an eight-man tag match. Um, That feud kind of continuing, and then you had the first show of 2006. Styles wrestled and beat Matt Seidel, uh, which the two agreed to form a tag team and challenge for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship that was held by Seidel's Generation Next teammates, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. Um, Before receiving a shot at the tag team title, Styles received a shot at the Ring of Honor World Championship, Uh, he was actually handpicked by Brian Danielson, um, to have that match. So this was kind of going on both. You had uh, this, this ongoing storyline with the tag stuff as well as these guys had a match. Um, and so this was actually a little bit of a rematch with these guys as well too, um, when they were getting into it, uh, along with that Danielson, he had actually beat James Gibson for the world of honor ring, uh, world of honor world championship to glory for honor Four. that was that back in September. Uh, he really had successful tight events against everybody from different wrestling, pro wrestling, Noah, uh, a couple different things. Like he was just all kinds of good stuff. And so, um, it was actually as well too, there was a little bit of a feud going on with Chris hero, who was from CZW combat zone wrestling. They invaded ring of honor. They targeted Danielson. So, there was a lot of moving parts with this. I guess Ring of Honor—it's—it's kind of organized chaos is a good way to put it. Of you have these guys, all kinds of weird stuff happening and going on, and so. Um, but it was really just kind of—they wanted to have a match. Uh, you know, you got to be good to get that phone call, and that's why they decided to have a match. Plain and simple.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to this one, man. We found it on YouTube. It's actually the Ring of Honor. Um, uh, channel they have they have 785,000 subscribers you know i mean it's a there there's something there it's just this reboot thing that Tony Khan's trying to do sucks anyways hmm. so we have the full match uh the it's ROH Throwback Thursday Brian Danielson versus AJ Styles uh are you ready
0: i'm ready man let's do this all right let's jump into the payoff oh it's time
1: for the payoff all right here we go they're tied up right uh right out of the gate here Yep. two minutes Timestamp. yep sorry forgot to mention that two minutes on the timestamp.
0: that's like it's our first episode man what are you doing i know right seriously uh, this is this, like I said, where, where are we at here? This is the Cleveland Grays Armory. I know you and I have been in a few armories on college campuses and things like that before. We know that it's not, uh, uh can be a little dingy, can be a little dark, and that's exactly what you got here. You, you can see the basketball hoops are up in the rafters. Uh, you got the ceiling fans here. Not the, uh, not the craziest, uh, uh, venue ever, but, uh, this is where Ring of Honor takes place, though.
1: Yeah, I man, I like the like the speed of the tie-ups and stuff. It was a good good way to start the match. Very fast, yeah. Um, Those guys. So, so you know, look, I didn't I didn't watch much ROH at all. I kind of tried to follow along with the names and what was happening, and you yeah, know, yeah. occasionally might catch a match here and there. But to me, the reason that ROH worked in two thousand and six, for instance, when this match took place, is it was so much different and. Mm-hmm different cells right you know why 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 was the nwo successful because it was so much different than the cartoon bullshit that wwf was feeding us Mm -hmm. you know why did the attitude era work well because it was different than what they had been doing um this roh stuff worked because tna why did it work? Oh, different work style, six-sided ring. It was just a different presentation. And that all leads to my point, which is AEW completely missed this. Tony mm-hmm. Khan completely missed the lesson. The lesson was you have to be different than if you're going to compete. And he – I mean, even from the very beginning – I remember that first AEW show I went to it was uh, double or nothing right their first pay-per-view. Yep. And I just remember thinking this is just like WWE. Yes, it was different names. Yes, they worked a little more aggressively. It was the same shit, Jeff. The entrance yeah. was the same, the rings the same, the you know, JR's on commentary. It wasn't different enough. That was the problem. And it's only totally gotten worse. Yep. because now it's let's bring in rick flair let's bring in edge you know we have chris jericho uh hey miro didn't work let's bring him over uh hey malachi black didn't work let's bring him over uh, big cast i mean it's the same shit that we've been watching there's nothing new so that's that's the problem that's the issue and, it, and it's a lot easier to pay big names to just come over and do their same shit. Oh, it's the rated R superstar. It's the same thing. We've seen it. There's nothing new to this. And that's the problem. And I don't know why AEW and Tony Khan didn't say, look, we've got the young bucks. We've got Omega. We've got all these young guys. Let's just own that we're different. We're way different. We're not going to apologize for being different. We're just going to own it and run with it. And that's what attracted me to AEW. And that's why I was willing to give it a chance. But now it's like, yeah, I'm just watching retreads on there. You know, it was cool to sign Chris Jericho at the beginning of AEW, but you use him to put him against the Omegas, to put him against the Hangmans, to expose him to these different guys. And then you should have made Cody your biggest star, right? Mm-hmm. Not had a falling out with him and caused him to leave. So. They're punk, yeah, it's just whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean but but that so that's the issue is that the the reason this worked Jeff is it was so much different. I mean, think about what WWE was giving us in 2006. It wasn't these types of guys, it wasn't this style and was ROH ever going to be as big as WWE? No, but you know, they did a nice little business. And mm-hmm. And, and if they would have had more funding, they probably could have grown quicker and maybe got a better TV deal and all that stuff. So um, I think streaming could have helped them. I mean, if streaming was as popular now, more people would have saw this stuff as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, AEW is just it, – it's, it's too similar. It's too much the same, and I think that really hurt them. Um, you know, I, I mentioned Cody. Nobody could have expected Cody to be this big of a star. Mm-hmm. And I and I think if Tony Khan would have known, I mean, what you, you you maybe the biggest Cody fan in the world out there would have saw this. But don't you think your average Cody Rhodes fan, like me, I like Cody. I like the story. I you know like that. He's following in his father's footsteps. Um, I like that he quit the company and went off and carved his own path and made a list of guys he wanted to wrestle. Like, I was bought into it. Uh, I thought his match with Dustin at the at, at Double or Nothing was A plus, 10 out of 10, five star, yep. okay? Yep. That being said, would you have, and, and tell me, would you have ever thought this guy would be the new John Cena? Oh, yeah. Mega, no. mega baby face, number one merchandise sales. Incredible. Would you have ever thought he would walk into WWE and get that ovation at WrestleMania, sell that much merch, be this big of a star? Did you ever see that?
0: Nobody did. Yeah. It's nope, incredible. Absolutely not. Yeah. The, I, I, but you had it. it. You had that. You You had that
1: guy. That guy worked for you. Well, and, and, I, and I, nothing, and and, and and oh, by the way, WWE did nothing to change his character, change his look, change his music. It's not like you can. I mean, you look at Cody's success. I, I mean, and I, WWE's booked him really well. Don't get me wrong, but WWE didn't create that. They didn't no. make Cody Rhodes. They didn't create the American Nightmare. They didn't build that entrance music. They didn't, you know, create his story in a writers' room. All of that shit existed in AEW and they just could not make it work
0: well and this goes to so a few points here of like yeah with cody like we uh, nobody was you know the rumors were there i remember that we didn't know what was going to happen when he came out and fought seth we all knew it but we didn't know it um but also like why would you change that packaging and i think that it's we've said this before and it speaks to it's just aew didn't know what to do with it because they you're right they haven't changed how cody is presented at all from aew like he is the same character. It's all the same stuff. And like you said, same music, same finisher, everything. And because of that, like it, I think it just more than anything proves like AEW didn't know what to do with it. And so I, I think a lot of this too is, you know, okay. So they he has made some big like okay acquiring Ring of Honor was a big deal. He's gotten a lot of gets um from AEW or excuse me, from WWE that have come over to, um, AEW. And so, but on the flip side, like what has been a bigger deal, a wrestler jumping from AEW to WWE or flip that? Like when Jade Cargill came over, like huge, like they built her to be a rock star. And then in so many words, we all saw like when triple H was like, yeah, but she really did not get any of the training that she should have got. And so, I think like we're seeing, and that's why I said, I I think I said that last week, like how many, like, it's crazy to say this, but is a are we going to, is AEW like, are we, are we past the 86 weeks at this point? Like, you know, at what point in the, in the, I say beating WWE, which they're not. um, But at what point are we going to say like, okay, like AEW is on the decline here. And that's why I think more and more like, we're going to see wrestlers start to jump because, would you rather be at the top of AEW's card? It, it feels crazy to say this. Would you rather be at the top of AEW's card or be in the mid card at WWE and probably have more visibility? Like, I would go to WWE and, and make more money. Like, you figure your schedule is a little bit easier. Like, you know, I I it's weird. Like, kind of some of the situations they're in. But yeah, I think like same with Punk. They built a show, literally built a brand new show around him. And then less than a month later, he's gone. Like, what do you what are you doing? Like what is going on backstage? And I, and we hear it all the time. Like we know the different producers for matches and WWE pay-per-views and they've streamlined that stuff to like go any more, more than a six match pay-per-view on WWE. And I'm like, Oh, it's going to be such a long night, but man, you and I, I, it's two, three screenshots when I got to send you an AEW card, like there's 12, 13, 14 matches on some of that. So I guess, yeah, if you're paying 60 bucks for that, sure, it's worth it. But at the same time, like, I'm ready to go to bed at 11 o'clock. Like, you know, DIY has taught us, or DIY a while ago, and then Punk more recently has taught us, like, don't ever. This is kind of like the concert's not over until the house lights come on. Like, don't trust the copyright graphic until it has switched to something else on AE, or WWE. And so, uh, you know, and even then, I'm still, you know, it's over by 11, 11 something like that. So, yeah, I, I, there's just. We could have a we do, and we could point to the laundry list of just like terrible decisions that they're making. That we're going to look back on it one day and be like, We saw the writing on the wall, why didn't everybody else, or do they? I don't know. It's a great point, it's a great point. So very technical it's amazing how much
1: younger aj looks i just i mean i know i know danielson looks younger too but it's i always just aj just looks like a completely different person it's kind of wild
0: yep and so both guys look super young kind of very technical a lot of arm like uh, on the mat wrestling stuff like that which is what we knew um aj or we know it's Danielson's style and stuff like that and so it makes sense so yeah we're just kind of watching these guys still go at it though What
1: what would you yeah? So from my perspective, with ROH, I, I would have I, I don't blame Tony Khan for buying it. I'm sure he spent next to nothing for it. Uh, no yep. no issues there at all. Um, what I don't understand is why why try to commingle the two? Why not say, look, this is a standalone promotion. Yep. Uh we're going to do TV tapings. We're going to air it on YouTube or try to get a TV deal or do whatever we can, but we're it's gonna be a separate property that we that we film, completely separate rosters. There they're the only pro of co-mingling is you create awareness. But now it just blends together. It waters down both promotions. It just you know hey hey Joe, you're gonna be the head of a you're gonna be the, the biggest star in ROH and we want you to be champion to make some of these younger guys are, are you cool with that? Or whoever it might be. But let's just, Joe, Joe's a great yeah. example of who that could be. And you just go with that. And then, you know, you bring in these younger guys. I mean, they have all these guys signed that never make Dynamite and Collision. They're never on TV. So you it's your NXT. And and if you don't have a farm system, then how are these guys getting better? They're not working house shows. They're not working independence. They're just sitting there. They're not getting any better. They're not creating a character. They're not getting better in the ring. So use ROH to do that. Oh, well, what if, you know, ROH doesn't do great? Who cares? You know, yeah. and, and the, the purpose of NXT was not to generate revenue. The purpose of NXT was to create the future stars. It just so happened that people enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But then they started doing house shows. So then they got some local TV. So then they, you know, started putting stuff on the network. People started to watch. So they said, well, we could have a standalone event. Then they had their own PLE. I mean, you know, we, but all that happened organically because it was just a damn good product. And you yeah. and I watched it. We went to house show, we went to shows. Yeah. I mean, I've been to PLEs. I, it's just, it was just awesome. And it's still really good. It's, I, I don't think it's as good, but it's still good. Um, the, the shows are fun. They're certainly worth a, a watch. But that's, I, 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 this stuff is not that complicated. Mm-hmm. But, Tony decided, hey, we're going to throw all these belts on TV and we're going to co mingle it together. And what the ROH means nothing. I don't even know if they
0: have a TV show. I I have no idea what they're doing now. They've got some pay per views and stuff like that. But yeah. Well, and I think an easy factor to look at, and you and I were talking about this recently, was like ticket sales of like where, like what you, we were saying you're going to pay more for parking at the venue than you were for your ticket sales for an AEW ticket. Like that's, But at the flip side, when I was trying to get, uh, was it backlash tickets or whatever, payback tickets, whatever, uh, a couple months ago, like, I couldn't get a ticket for under 200 bucks here. Like, just crazy type numbers. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. They're getting people in the – I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, it turned it into, like, a Disney ticket. Like, it's just crazy to try and, you know, get there. And if you, especially too, like then to go and have a bad show, like man, like it's I, I, like I know without a doubt, and I would tell any fan if they're like, oh, do I do an AEW or ring or AEW or WWE show? I'd like, spend more money, go to a WWE show because it's going to be better. Like the weekly TV, like it's just going to be better, plain and simple.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I told you, AEW is out here in February. Um, yeah. As of as of now. Tickets are dirt cheap. I mean, I, I don't know why they wouldn't be. I mean, I, I'm waiting. I'm just going to get them on StubHub because if they're $45 face value, I guarantee I'll get it for 25
0: Well, I feel like this is what was it? The Carolina Panthers tickets not that long ago were selling for 50 cents or whatever. 50 like, cents. Yeah. 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 You could get in and out for uh, literally two two or four quarters. You could get tickets. Well, hey, well taxes too, but still, like, you know, they're still not going to break the bank with that type of stuff. Just crazy.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to take my kid. I'll get some like higher, lower bull tickets for 20 bucks. I'll sit by uh, an exit, sit on a, an aisle. And that way when he, you know, is bitching and moaning, we can take a walk instead of trying to get out of the middle of an aisle. So yeah, well, that's my strategy
0: here. I, I, I will bet you a beer who starts complaining first, you or, or your kid. And so like he's you having, a, he's having a good time. And I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: I'm sure the show will be loaded with dream matches though. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, sure. So about actually, do here. I do oh. hope it, it'll be it'll be like a month before Sting's last match. So I'm actually, maybe I think two or three weeks. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Sting's there. I'd be kind of cool to see him one more two time. You, I, I,
0: I haven't looked. Are you bumping up? Are you on the front end or back end of a pay per view too? And so that could maybe make you yeah. Know, it's it's two. It's time. two
1: weeks. It's two weeks before Revolution. The the one okay. with
0: Sting. Got it. Yep. Nope. Makes
1: sense. Two or three weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he's there. I mean, I guess, you know, see Sting, see Flair. I mean, <laughs> be fun. I mean, it's not, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I will tell you, I'm not a, I'm not a Sting mark. So, I mean, I, I don't dislike the guy. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I, the, the Sting Undertaker match was not a dream match for me. Um, You know, Sting kind of coming out in a t shirt and doing a dive where people catch him. It's just like, yeah, I, that's okay. Yeah. You know, just I I know I it's fine if you like staying. I just I'm just kind of never really been a, a major fan I I would say if if I was making a list of like most overrated stars ever he he'd be on my list uh, mm-hmm. again just it's it's all it's all subjective it's just my personal opinion but yeah, he'd be up there um, I, I I like Randy Orton right now but I've never really understood the Randy Orton thing he's always been on my top Man. ten of overrated
0: yeah Yeah, i I don't do you agree with that i a thousand percent agree with you my brother and i were having this conversation when randy orton returned and we're like why does randy orton get the pops that he gets like
1: they cheer mega mega pop at survivor series mega pop from the chicago
0: audience he is a top five pop easy if not top three yeah, and that was literally what my bro, Orton is so fucking over. Like that's all he said and I and, and and he's like it blows my mind why this guy gets a pop he does. Like I, yeah, he's not wrong. Like it, it makes no sense to me. I got a a, a friend too like, you know, again, like, so high, I don't like, do. and uh, to his credit, he looked good, like, I, you know, I'm not gonna, he was really good on the mic, he's always been good on the mic, like, I feel like he could be that, I, I, you know, not to, you know, he's a legacy, but be that legacy superstar where he could, you know, how much longer does he have in the tank, like, he's gotta be in his mid-40s at this point, but also, like, yeah go out there and work like you know shit i you know we're bumping up to that and so to see him out there doing what he does like you know randall keith can keep doing it and so he's 43 and he turns 41 in april so crazy but yeah just
1: never 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 really got it um but hey, I, I'm not going to not
0: watch him though either. So yeah.
1: No, no, of course not. Well, I'm not complaining. I mean, good. Put him, put him in a prominent spot. I think there's a a, a lot you can do with him, and right. I got no problem with it. Um, and I, I think he's a great attraction. Um, it, yeah. Tell tell me this 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 gap of Survivor Series to Royal Rumble, no ple. Uh, yeah. For, for me, for me, that just feels like an eternity. Um, you know, I know we've had like that day one pay-per-view I think, or, um, so they're bringing I, I think, raw,
0: the, They've renamed that. I don't know if you caught that. Like well, now at this I, point, I like, saw they, that day one was now just a raw, but yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, but I, I, but the idea of like, I, you know, I,
1: I just, I don't know. It just feels like the, the right cadence for a PLE is every, you know, every month, every 30 days, yeah. you know, get, give me, give me a really good card. um, God, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, you know, and I haven't really heard this mentioned much, but like the difference between WWE in 2023 and 2013, mm. I mean, it is, it is so good right now. Yeah. And, and I'm look, I'm 39 years old. I have plenty of other stuff going on in my life. I'm, I, I don't necessarily, you know, I don't watch a ton of TV. I don't have a lot of free time, but like, you know, I like watching Raw and SmackDown. Fast-forwarding through it, of course. I love watching the PLEs. The roster is loaded. It, the The stories are good to great. Um, the, yep. the audiences, the the international stuff. I mean, you know, going to Paris, going to Australia, like that. That's cool. Those are crazy. Um, it's yeah. just, it's just really fun to watch right now. Versus, you know free network you had to pay for these pay-per-views which means you didn't pay for them or you drove to a bar to try to watch them and those watches were always terrible like i Mm -hmm. i used to do that sometimes i'd go to like a local place Uh, um there was a place was 20 yeah well well, our place was like 20 minutes away um you know i it was a sunday night so it's like i'm not getting loaded so like you're sitting there like drinking water like you ate a burger two hours ago it's just like weird you know like versus hey you know i get to Saturday, Sunday night, get to sit in my house and watch this for free. It's just so good to be a fan right now, and that's why, like, yeah, I I, I pick on AEW a little bit, and I have some fun on Twitter. But man, it is awesome to be a wrestling fan right now. It's free. There's a yeah. ton of content. The content's really good. The wrestling's good. The storylines are good. The stars are good. The crowds are hot. Um, they're doing different stuff. I mean, God, you know, it's like it was a throwaway B pay per view. How good was that Puerto Rico thing? Oh my God.
0: It that shit makes... was
1: awesome. I'll and still that was watch right that. after two that was right after a two night WrestleMania. You know?
0: The I think it's just especially with the Rumble because it's coming up in a couple of weeks here. I think it is interesting. I've been okay with the build where they, they announce people should be announcing. As soon as Survivor Series is over, let's start announcing. Yeah. Like, let's get into it. You could do both the men and women. I think it adds a little bit to it. I hate when they announce every single person. You don't need to. Do a little tournament to see maybe who gets into the Rumble or something like that. Maybe even add a little bit because Elimination Chamber is... So it's actually very quick after that. The Royal Rumble is uh, the 27th, which is upcoming. Elimination Chamber, which is in Australia, is the 24th of February. So it's less than a month that those shows are taking place. So your build is actually very short between the two. Why not... You know, do a little bit of build for both. Why not have it be like, hey, maybe you know you know something with the rumble and maybe the 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 loser gets like the last elimination chamber spot or the last entry so that they could do something like that um you know there's all kinds of ways to add to it because then after elimination chamber which is February 24th mania is the next show which is the first week of april um like you say AEW has revolution there is an NXT show in early february as well too um just a vengeance day but you know for the most part like we're riding from elimination chamber where we are on the road. Like that is it. Like even post rumble, we're on the road, but like, like, you know, we got to start focusing on all that and kind of what's happening. And so, Um, I think we're in store for an incredible build. I think we talked about it. We fantasy booked it a couple weeks ago, what we think we're going to see this year. I think that we're going to see one of the better WrestleMania cards ever, uh, just because of the quality. I also wonder like this, it's almost like the Oscar snub though, of who's going to get left off. Who's going to be like, who's not going to get, who's going to end up in a tag match. Who's going to end up in the Andre battle Royal that shouldn't be there type thing. Um, you know, there's just a lot that's going to happen between now and then that I think it's just, um, it's going to be crazy. I I'm, I'm really excited. Um I ha- and oh through all of that like we're watching Ring of Honor, we're talking about AEW. I have zero desire to watch any AEW at all between now and WrestleMania. Like they're doing nothing that's like put your eyes on our program.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree. I totally agree and I and I know we're not alone in that.
0: No. And I have friends. I have a a couple friends or friends that are a couple that they um, like they order every AEW pay-per-view religiously like and I can go over there. They live, uh, you know, a couple hours away, so I don't. But I know I have an open invitation. I'm not shitting on them for what they do. Um, But this is like I just like I'd go and hang out with them. But the show itself, like I just whatever that. Yeah. So, this,
1: this match, I mean, it's just been fantastic. It's, um, you know, it reminds me a little bit of the match we watched last week of that New Japan style, where, I mean, just beating the shit out of each other. It's yep. not spot festy. I mean, they're just, it's just stiff, man. I mean, well, right? Yeah. Is that, do you think that's a fair way of describing totally. it? Totally. I,
0: I, I think you, you said too, like, it, it feels real like and it's weird because they've got what maybe five or six rows of people there's no upper bowl it's literally they're sitting on a gym floor i feel like we they're standing room only and i feel like we see people in line for the bar back there too um like just ridiculous how these guys went they, they're literally doing a 30 minute match in a gym where they have no reason to go out and do this and this is like i said danielson just kind of called him out and wanted to have this match like would you even I, I don't even know if I would understand what I was watching at the time, because I have done a ring of uh, it was a, a New Japan Ring of Honor show. I talk about it from uh, every once in a while. It's in Dearborn, Michigan. It was a war of the worlds. I was looking back at photos of it and it did. It had Damian Priest, who was Punisher Martinez. Cody was there like Naito was there from New Japan. Tanahashi was there. Kushida like the, the biggest names in wrestling ever. And I was I, – I don't even think looking back on it, I respected it as much as I could have. Like these people in this – like there's no way you can re- realize what you're watching and respect it as much as you should because like we just didn't know at this time in 2006 like what these guys were because like God, a few years later, like we know what they turned into. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. And this isn't even one of the long, I mean, they, they had matches, they had main events that were going an hour, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Whoa. Kind of catching him there. What's your timestamp? I've had a couple ads pop up. I'm at 28. I'm at
1: 28, 26, 27, 28, 30.
0: Right, I'm, with, I'm with you. Okay.
1: Okay. Oof. You know, I pay, I pay, I don't know what it is, maybe like 10 bucks a month for like the YouTube premium. So I get way less oh, ads, which I kind of like. It. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I got it. I, I I think it was more for like my kid just cause ads were popping up and he was getting annoyed when his cartoons were playing or something. So, all right. So top row. Oh, geez. Duplex right. off the top.
0: So we're talking, all right. You got YouTube TV. We know what is it? WWE is going to the CW. Like where does AEW land? like what
1: so you know so as of this recording we don't know so if if something already happened you know we're we were in the dark in this moment but as of now we don't know what aew is going to do um here's the thing we can rattle off all the network right oh well Mm -hmm. there's you know amazon prime and there's netflix and there's uh, Hulu and there's USA and there's TNT and TV ad, but how many of them want to be in the wrestling business? No, yeah. so there's yeah. not a ton. I mean, it's not, there aren't, I mean, you know, again, our, our, yes, you could end up on, you know, uh, some of these channels we've never heard of. And, you know, it's like, Oh, well, you know, AEW's on the, you know, fishing network now, but like realistically there's not a ton of options. However, how many of them are like, yeah, just wrestling's not our thing. It doesn't fit our brand or, you know, Hey, we watched uh, a guy drinking another guy's blood and that's just not something we're going to put on our TV. So yeah, yeah no, thank you. Right. So I, I I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of options out there. And I, I think that the mistake that's been made all, so AW is a, is, well, and so the same with WWE, they're, they're content companies. Okay. They, they produce, content and they get paid for that content yep that that's what they do all right um the live events the merchandise uh, the sponsorships all of that's wonderful additional revenue but it it, it's it's a small portion of it so they make their money by selling content to peacock usa fox whoever it might be so a -A success or failure really hinges on the tv deal they get that, that's what drives everything. The TV's what drives the NFL. You know, the NFL doesn't give a shit whether you buy a jersey or not, or you show up for a game or not. It doesn't matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. They can have no fans, but have a great TV deal and be thrilled. Okay. So yes, if you're a business, you try generating revenue every single way you can. Right. We want to sell hats and t shirts and teddy bears and bunch boxes. Great. But realistically, you make money on TV. So, so AEW, you know, the the whole thing's been okay. Well, they're going to get a new TV deal and it's going to be a really big TV deal because, you know, WWE got a big TV deal. There's no guarantee. Yep. You know, TNA would be massive right now if they had gotten good TV deals along the way, but they didn't. They had, they were on pay per view and then they had to pay to be on Fox. And then they got I don't even know where all they've been on TV but all these networks that I've never heard of. If at any point um you know Spike TV said, look, TNA, we're going to give you 50 million a year for the next 10 years uh for your television show. Well, they don't they there there would be no AEW cuz TNA would be really really popular, right? So like I don't know what's going to happen, but AW success is not going to be based on attendance. It's not going to be based on T-shirts sold. It's not going to be based on five-star matches. It's going to be based on is there someone out there that will pay them a lot of money for their TV content? And it's a yes or no. And yeah. I don't think there's that many options because of the genre. I think that you know live golf has more options than AEW wrestling when it comes to networks that would consider putting them on the air.
0: Yep. I think, too, there is a lot of really bad options for them, too. I like I, I, Oh, sure. they end up on Spike TV. They're dead. Like they, they end up on YouTube TV. They're dead. Like your audience instantly. Like on the flip side, when the WWE moved to Peacock, they gained a gigantic audience with that of like it was already built in. Like I was watching Peacock already. Like, so, OK, give me more content. Like you said, like I'm perfectly fine with that. On the flip side you get like so many of these are we tapping we're tapping that's it that's it we got yeah we got a tap there boom all right Anderson for the win okay
1: danielson retains over aj styles <clears throat> all right that's let's quick. get into the aftermath oh it's time for the
0: aftermath yeah it kind of came out of nowhere what'd you think Good match, though. Overall, it was a little long, but still a really good match, though. Like, I'm not going to complain at all about that. Yeah, I know it was kind of a style, but I I did think it was long. I just thought
1: it was like – I I think that – 20 minutes would have been better than 30 in that situation.
0: Yeah. Some matches can go 30, but that one not, but overall it was very, very good though. So what happened here? He had AJ. He actually went away for a little while. He returned before death, before dishonor four was July, 2006. Um, he beat Davey Richards, actually. Um, and so then going on he actually uh, returned to time to man up, he lost to Samoa Joe Um, and then he would take several months off from Ring of Honor following the match, however Ring of Honor is continually referred to the match as his final match and even played a special tribute to him, so kind of playing it up that way. Danielson uh, of course he went back with the Chris Hero stuff and the CZW wrestling and so kind of uh, having that match it was actually uh, he ended up having a match, it was Samoa Joe Joe and Danielson, Senate fight of the century, August 5th, 2006. That was a 60 minute draw. So there you go. Um, Jeez. 2006 AJ Styles 13 Daniel Bryan or yeah Brian Danielson 16 uh just the Observer newsletter on this one who isn't there but he said in Cleveland the match of the weekend was Danielson over Styles to keep the ring of honor belt which we've gotten from reports it was either four or even four and a half stars they started out technical and Danielson spit in Styles face they had a long excellent match with Danielson winning by submission with the chicken wing Styles worked the match Daniel Style, which is more the old class or classic old school world title miss style rather than the TNA faster pace style. Fans cheered both men, but cheered Danielson more, and Styles healed a little on the fans against him. So, not an official four, four and a half, but that was the unofficial reports from the crowd. um Meltzer not starring it, just kind of what he was hearing from the reports. So, where are you going to put this one for your score?
1: I have this as a seven. I mean, it was a good, good wrestling match. I, I just thought it was a little long and yep. it, it could have probably used a little variety. I mean, getting outside the ring a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, really, really good, you know, but just not. Yeah. Not a wild match for me. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm at a seven and a half because it was a really good match, but I'm with you of like I just feel like there was a little piece that maybe was missing. Maybe, you know, it's just because it was Ring of Honor. Maybe I'm just not in the mood to watch a Ring of Honor match. Um, uh, who knows? Like, you know, just the style was a little bit different. Not in a bad way, but it just is. Um, and so, but I, you know, no complaints though, either. So I'm gonna stick with a seven and a half on this one. And you know, it was good.
1: tough. Well, we I mean we liked it. We thought it was a good match. I'm glad glad we covered it. I I like mixing it up. Um, you know, headed into WrestleMania season, I know we're going to do a lot of the bright lights, big stage matches. So yeah, nice nice to mix it up with some other stuff, man. You you did a great job as always.
0: Yeah. So we're we speaking of bright lights and what we got going on. So letting everybody know, yeah, the next couple of weeks we are ready to go. Oh um, man, so, I thought you were
1: going to turn bright. I thought you were going to turn bright lights into a manscape ad.
0: Oh, I could have. Sorry. And so that's all right. And if, so, you're, if your significant other likes to go at it under the bright lights. Under the bright lights. Yeah, you got to perform. And so actually, so uh, it can be tough walking through that curtain, but don't let, don't make her, you know, look through the curtain and keep it all clean. Keep it all trimmed. Uh, you know, manscaped, of course, dot com uh using that promo code payoff as always it's always been 20 percent off free shipping we're giving you the good stuff so make sure that you're checking that out um we love we we love them around here we got all their stuff everybody else should too so um yeah so next couple of weeks uh we're going to mania a little early next week it was time for cm punk match and so we're doing cm punk and the undertaker from wrestlemania 29 um and then going a little bit Going a little bit lighter after that, just Monday Night Raw, actually, with Mr. Perfect versus Ric Flair in their Loser Leaves Town match, which led to some good stuff. So, yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, so we got, for got, that one. I got it pretty stacked for us, you know. Throughout that, we got some matches uh, with Bray, or, uh, honoring kind of Bray Wyatt and his memory as well, too, uh, in February. But then uh, we got some stinkers in there too. I see the uh, White Castle of Fear strap match that everybody loves, and so we're gonna we're gonna give. Uh, there'll be some bright lights, but there's also gonna be some uh, lights that need to be dimmed. So it'll be all right.
1: Let's do it, man!
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, all right,
1: dude. It's a, like I said. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan.
0: Yeah, it really is. You we know, appreciate absolutely.
1: we appreciate everyone listening. We'll see you on Twitter, and we'll see you next week on an all new episode of the Bad.